Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's a beautiful 4th of June, 2022. Coming up the Krusty Connect podcast, Gun Freeze, Brain Freeze, episode 175, the Liberal government's further outreach on people's property and way of life. All that and more coming up. Please stick around. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally working. From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck Podcast, a Canadian veteran's point of view on political, social, economic issues and life. Here's Krusty. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Krusty Canuck Podcast. I'm your host, Krusty Canuck. Yes, on today's episode, we'll be discussing the whole uh gun freeze brain freeze yes the liberal government's uh outlandish ways to censor us again you know not just from what we see online and what we want to read in our papers when we watch on television but telling gun owners such as myself and some of my audience out there that there's going to be a freeze on handguns interesting this is uh this also means that uh we're gonna have uh work a little harder and a little stronger to make sense of this political doctrine, ladies and gentlemen. Anyhow, as I carry on this uh, podcast, uh, I promote uh, listener discretion is advised because I do swear a little bit in this show. So please don't say I didn't warn you. And this is also brought to you in part by the fine people at Dark Horse Entrepreneur. More to follow. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, uh, effective of May 30 and 31st, the Liberal government proposed a gun freeze, stopping the sale and the acquisition of firearms, preferably handguns in this country. Now, two years ago, they had the OIC that was brought to us by Bill Blair, who was the safety minister at that time, stating that uh, we got to stop the sale and stop the use of these guns because too many people are getting hurt. Even though it was premature at its best, they tried to help say that they're helping, but they were not helping. Anyhow, ladies and gentlemen, I am a gun owner. I'm not going to sit and butter up a poop sandwich and tell everybody, uh, what to do, what to say, how to say it, when to say it. That's you as a viewer, listener, and consumer alike. Now, I'm a firm believer that if you want to own a firearm, you can. If you don't want to own a firearm, you don't have to. Nobody is telling you in this country that you have to do it. Nobody in this country is saying that you must grab a gun. You must have a gun. No, there is quite a bit of gun culture in this country for very good reasons. Okay, It dates back to the colonial days you know that's a big trendy term that's being used in the social justice warrior circles uh these days but you needed a firearm to ward off predators okay and based on uh the lifestyles of so-called settlers you needed a firearm to hunt and to ward off predators and it was an excellent survival tool for the masses out there it just evolved over the years to be a better and an effective tool. And yes, they became weapons and weapons of war. We all know the rhetoric, ladies and gentlemen, when it comes to uh, how people are against guns. They're weapons of war. Yes, they're so terrible. Oh my God, how dare you, right? But because of what happened in the United States, in Buffalo and Uvalid, uh, am I pronouncing it right, in Texas, the massacres of those innocent people. Yeah, it's a terrible thing. It's a terrible thing. And I'm not going to justify anything that those individuals did in the name of their ideologue or whatever uh, they were trying to promote. They were shitheads. They deserve to be shot. 
okay? But you, you realize every time you turn on the mainstream media in regards to these devastating events, they always blame the gun. Oh, the gun. He had access to a gun. How could he do it? Well, I'll tell you this from my personal experience. If somebody has intent on harming you, they will do it. Regardless if they have a gun or a sharp pointy stick or a handful of shit, <laughs> they will go out of their way to harm you. If they have intent on harming you, they will do it. Whether they have access to a firearm or a pencil or a pile of poop, as I mentioned earlier, they will do it. Okay. Now, do I personally think that gun laws need to be tightened more in this country? No, not at all. Not at all. Why? Because in Canada, you have to get a card, which means that you have been trained in safety. You have been trained on the use of a firearm. You have been trained in the caliber of, of bullets you can purchase, all that good stuff. Okay. Like I spent 20 years in the military, so I understand weapon safety very well. Thank you. Okay, but this legislation, you know, this cap, whatever you want to call it, the freeze, the brain freeze, because they never really, really thought about the long-term effects of this. This freeze isn't going to help us, folk. It isn't. It isn't. Now, I'll leave links in my description on what uh, Ron Gattaca from the, the CCFR, Canadian Coalition of Firearms Rights, has said. And you can watch that yourself and make your own decision and formulate your own opinion, as anyone should. He more or less validates that between now and I think September, you can get, you can still go out and buy a gun, buy some ammo, parts thereof and all that. If you're a licensed gun owner, right? Until they pass this legislation, probably in September, because parliament is probably going to take another break. Like they always do, right? Take another couple of months off to worry about their, their money and how they're getting paid and all that stuff before they actually pass this law. Okay. Now we have to wait and see if it's going to become law or not. But uh, Ron G Rod Gattaca out of the CCFR uh, explains it very, very well to the masses. Now, I'm just going to put something up here from Mr. Trudeau that he said on May 31st. Now, listen carefully to what he says about disinformation and misinformation, as always, right? This is our beloved prime minister, ladies and gentlemen. Pay attention carefully to what he says, right? handguns are purchased between now and uh, when the legislation passes? Uh, we're going to continue to collect data and uh, monitor as we always do. We're uh, hopeful that this legislation is going to pass quickly so we can uh, move forward with uh, with freezing the market on handguns. Never mind the French part there. I'm dissing the French speakers out there, but... La réalité, c'est qu'on travaille très bien en partenariat et depuis longtemps avec le gouvernement du Québec. Le Québec fixe ses propres cibles euh, au niveau de l'immigration. Euh, c'est sûr qu'un euh, pays Incredible. doit Incredible. Euh, continuer d'avoir really? un mot à yeah. dire sur son immigration, mais on est très content de pouvoir partager cette responsabilité dans le cadre du Québec parce que la protection du français euh, et de, de l'immigration francophone est importante pour nous. Donc, une campagne de peur, selon vous, M. Lejeune? Je pense que, on va continuer de toujours chercher à travailler de façon positive, en partenariat 
avec les provinces, c'est mon approche et je continue de, de le prendre. Mais vous, il n'y a pas question de transférer les pouvoirs? explicitly and specifically not targeted law-abiding firearms owners because uh, those who currently own and uh, operate handguns safely and store them safely are not at all targeted by this legislation. We're simply saying uh, that we are uh, freezing the market and in the future it will not be possible to buy, sell, transfer or import handguns in Canada. There have been too many tragedies. Canadians need to see safer communities and this is uh, a comprehensive multi-step Like, really, what a smug son of a bitch. <laughs> Disinformation and, and misinformation. Yes, it's all about me, not you guys. Oh, how dare you? I'm doing this for you to make you safe. I don't think he's ever made anything safe in his life. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. Yeah, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Krusty Canuck Podcast. I'm your host, Krusty Canuck. It's episode 175, Gun Freeze and Brain Freeze. Yes, the basic foolery of our liberal government. Uh, my apologies. I had some technical issues with the camera. Sort it out now, hopefully, so you can see me with pure clarity. Now, you were carrying on with more of this uh, garbage in regards to uh, the PMs jumping the gun, per se. That's all I can say where it is. Okay. Now, the liberal government has never, ever been a fan of lawful gun ownership in this country. And yet, Prime Minister Pierre Elliott Trudeau was an advocate for, for, for guns, for himself, anyway. You know, I'm not so sure about the Canadian populace at the time, but I also know in the 1977, owning an automatic rifle, meaning the ability to fire automatically, meaning you pull the trigger and you, a ton of bullets come out, was banned in 1977. Okay. And our gun laws were pretty slack uh, between then and 1995 when the Liberals brought in more legislation and the first wave of registering your firearms, all that good stuff. Okay. But see, gun violence has never been a major issue in Canada, not compared to our friends in the South. Okay. Now, in Canada, we do not have a Second Amendment. We don't have any kind of amendment thereof. Okay. And you'd be hard-pressed to find in our Constitution the right to self-defense. Now, I know in the criminal code that you're allowed to use force with force if your life is being threatened. Okay. But even that is a double-edged blade, too. Because there have been cases in this province and in Ontario and across the country where there have been men and women who have defended themselves against an attacker or a burglar or an assailant of some sort. And they fired a gun and they hit that person and that person has been injured and or killed. And those individuals had to go to the court of law to defend their stand and why they defended themselves. So technically you can defend yourself in Canada. But it becomes a bureaucratic and administrative and a financial burden because you're looking at the basic cost of anywhere from $15,000 to $20,000, in some cases even more, to defend yourself in, in the court of law. So do I honestly think that the Liberal government is doing the Canadian people a favor with this? No, not at all, because I'm not going to use my gun unless I go to a range. But in order for me to go to a range to use my guns, 
I have to call the RCMP and get a piece of paper that gives me authorization to transport from point A to point B, point A being my home, point B being the range, and then coming home. And every time I go to the range thereafter, I have to get that piece of paper so that they know this guy's transporting his firearm to a range to do what the sport entails, right? And I've personally talked to RCMP officers that find this law ridiculous just the same because some of them are gun owners and some of them like to go out and shoot and practice because it's their job. And they also like the sport too. So when the government wants to freeze and put a cap on the market, well, in a way he is because he's taking another industry of this country you know, and destroying it slowly, just like he destroyed the natural resources, just like he destroyed the oil and a lot of longevity and other jobs that this country has promoted for a very, very long time, all in the name of panic and fear. Or he's trying to win brownie points on the world stage yet again Right, trying to copy what the the Biden Americans, the Biden supporters are trying to do with canceling this and stopping this and stopping that. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is a pellet gun. Okay, look at it. It is a pellet gun. It is not real. It's a pellet gun. You know what to use this for? Vermin. Okay, because every year my wife and I we plant a garden, and I've got some vermin that like to take little bits and pieces and bite and take a piss and shit in my food. <laughs> so I use that to deter some vermin. I don't kill them. Right now, is this going to be illegal too? Because it looks scary and dangerous. It's plastic. It takes a CO2 cartridge to, to fire a pellet or a BB. That's what it does. Is that going to be deemed dangerous too? Can I be trusted with it? Oh, Yeah. See, what gets me is a lot of these bureaucrats, they have guards. Right? The Prime Minister's detail is full of RCMP members and security train members who are armed, who are authorized to carry from point A to point B because of their position in government. I'm not authorized to carry. Are you authorized to carry? Certain trappers are in this country <coughs> because certain lines where they work at in certain areas of the country, there are predators out and around. Cougars, bears, wolves. I tend to attack people. So yes, they should defend themselves. But the way I look at it in this country, every Canadian should have the right to defend him or herself from any kind of assault, right? The right to basic liberty. Now, I'm not saying you can sit on your porch you know, with a 50 caliber uh, <laughs> sniper rifle with endless rounds and just blow people away at random. Now, there's a certain restriction and cooth that we should all carry. But let's say if I'm in bed one night with my wife and we're just chilling out, Someone breaks into my home and they have intent on stealing my stuff and hurting me in the process. I should be, by law, be able to protect myself and defend myself and my loved ones and my property. But this government doesn't see it that way because they think they're doing this all for safety, trying to keep you and I safe. When reality is they want to keep control. They don't want Canadians to have guns. Hmm, I wonder why. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. Really, I wonder why, ladies and gentlemen. Pardon the pause there, too. Just setting up for the uh, another segment there. I think it's just fear because I remember back in the 90s when the Jean Chrétien liberals were, were pushing in more of the long gun registry because of what happened 
at the Polytechnic in Quebec in uh, 1989, December 6th, I believe, Mark Lapine, the madman who did the terrible thing of executing all those people. And they turned it political because it was him against women and women standing up against men. And make a long story short, this guy did a heinous thing. Okay. And the gun laws were a bit slack at the time too. But it took them the better part of six years to promote more legislation to tell you and me what to do when it comes to what we buy. Now, they're proposing a gun buyback program. Now, it's proposition. It's still in the works. It's just hearsay. But then again, who are they to buy back something they never purchased for me to begin with? Right? It's something that belongs to me. I purchased it. I did the training. I went and got the qualifications, qualifications that I technically already had as a soldier in the military. But then again, we're going to buy those back from you to keep you safe. No, you're not. I'm not going to give it up. That's just me. I'm not going to give it up. That's where I stand, ladies and gentlemen. Where do you stand? If you like and hear what you see, please click like and subscribe, ladies and gentlemen. I should have mentioned that earlier in the show, but uh, I think we all know the routine there too. Help the algorithm out. And share this podcast all around your social media networks. And I also want to thank my subscribers, too. The count has gone up to about uh, 9,300 and change thus far. So I'm very, very grateful. Thank you very much uh, to my listeners and fans and viewers from all over the world. Thank you. You guys are fucking awesome. Pardon my swearing, but uh, I just get the point out there. And we carry on again with more of the whole gun freeze and brain freeze, episode 175. 175 episodes, ladies and gentlemen. You'd think I'd be making a small fortune right now, but I'm not. But that takes viewers like you out there to make that happen. If you want to donate, please donate. Just follow the links in my description and support me any way you feel fit to, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not going to be one of those podcasters that sits and demands cash, and I'm not going to demand cash. If you want to donate, feel free to donate too. All my links will be in the description. And we carry on again with more of this gun stuff. I know I'm going off like a, like a loaded cannon, no pun. But I'm just annoyed. I'm just annoyed because these people are elected to keep us safe by other means rather than telling us what to put in our bodies and what we can't put in our bodies and what we can own and not own. Now, when I look at the liberal logic when it comes to a gun rights in this country or gun privileges in this country, they make it sound like that every gun owner, regardless of he or she is lawful or not, is nothing but a low-life criminal. I worked with and worked for people who are advocates big time in the name of guns and they are not criminals they weren't low lives they know what they're doing with those tools they know what they're doing with a pistol they know what they're doing with a shotgun they know what they're doing with a with hunting rifle and they know what they're doing with an ar-15 okay now i just like to reiterate out there too uh prime minister trudeau and jagmeet singh both are totally against uh high capacity magazines in this country well we haven't had high capacity magazines allowed in this country since 1977 and it was reemphasized back in 1995, too. Okay. The most rounds you can get in a high capacity magazine is five. It's capped at five. Now, I would show you a magazine that I personally own, and I would show this to you, but because of the so called overseers, I don't want to do that. I just showed you a glorified toy gun here. We'll have to wait and see. But needs to say it's capped or pinned at five rounds. Okay. Now, if you're caught anywhere, at a, even at a range, Right with with a magazine where the pin or the cap is removed, and you're loading that magazine to twenty and or thirty rounds, you're in a world of shit. Okay, if if an officer of the law or the CFO, you know, chief firearms officer of any province or area, caught you doing that, 
say goodbye to your gun license and say goodbye to ever owning guns again, plus a pay a fine or maybe serve time. Now, I haven't read the laws in regards to that too, but I also know it's a big, big no-no. You can't have more than five rounds in a semi-automatic rifle. And you're allowed 10 rounds in a semi-automatic pistol. Yeah, or six or five rounds in a lever pistol, right? You know, the ones with cylinders, you know, the cowboy guns for, for my audience out there who doesn't know, right? It varies. Some shotguns, I believe, are still five shells. Some are three. Needless to say, there has been a cap on the capacity for a very, very long time. Now, the prime minister has said numerous times, these are weapons of war. No one needs to go hunting with an AR-15. Well, I personally don't know anybody who wants to go hunting with an AR-15. Kind of defeats the purpose. Now, I've heard of people hunting with 5.56 caliber ammunition in a rifle that it's built for hunting, right? Proper tools. Yeah. And a lot of gun, gun owners that I know use the proper rifle for the proper situation. Sports shooting, they'll use an AR-15. If they're hunting, they'll use a proper hunting rifle. Just like with a carpenter, is he going to use a hammer or a rock to hammer that nail? You can use a rock, but it'll take you a while, and you have a really messed up nail afterwards. But I think you get my point, ladies and gentlemen, right? So it, it just goes to prove more and more each and every day how our federal government is not looking at our best interest. They're looking after their own. They're not looking after the people that have been affected by gun violence in this country. They're not, right? Like As I mentioned earlier in the show, if someone has intent on hurting you, or killing you, they will find a way to do it, regardless of if you have access to a firearm or not. Okay. Now, if you want to keep comparing guns in this country to what the gun culture in the United States is, they are two different cultures. There's similarities, but there still are two different cultures. Okay. Even the United States, they follow the same laws too, right? And it's on a state by state issue. Here, it's a federal issue. It's, it's Canada-wide, right? It is Canada-wide in this nation. And what annoys me the most is that we have people calling the shots in this country who've never fired a firearm or never had any kind of experience with a firearm. Right? They base their facts based on what the information they get from our American friends and from people who have survived a massacre, i.e. Polytechnic. Now that happened 33 years ago. So why are they still holding on to that as an excuse to tell you and me what we can have and not have? Because they're afraid, right? I suffer from PTSD, ladies and gentlemen. I had to get a proper doctor's diagnosis before I received my PAL card or my RPAL. I had to get permission from a medical practitioner to tell the chief firearms officer in this country that I'm good to go, that I'm not a threat to anybody or myself. And I wasn't at the time when I was getting my papers together and training and getting my RPAL and PAL together. Because I like to hunt and I like to shoot on occasion. Now, the past couple of years has been really difficult because the laws have come and gone. People would say this and so many people would say that. So I basically just kept my nose clean and stayed out of it. But I still own firearms. Why? Because, well, firing a gun is a, a, quite a good release. And I'm not saying on a psychotic level, I'm saying going out and doing something like playing sports, right? It's a sport and it's a great sport in this country. It's an excellent sport in this country, but the government doesn't see it that way. Why? Because they're afraid. 
pure and simple. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. And as I've said before numerous times, ladies and gentlemen, please click like and subscribe if you enjoy this podcast. Please share this around all your social media platforms, too. Now, I've got a segment here from uh, Raquel Donko. Doncho or Donko? She's from Manitoba. She's a conservative MP. Uh, she's quite intuitive and quite intelligent. So we'll get her take on the whole issue when it comes to what the government should have done in regards to saving us. <laughs> from the evil guns, right? I'll just cue it up here for you, ladies and gentlemen. Bear with me. There we are. I think Canadians will be very disappointed uh, with the result from yesterday's announcement. The Liberals made it seem yet again like they're taking real action to keep communities safe, when in fact that is not the case. This is another failed opportunity to address a very serious issue Indeed. in Canada. We've consistently seen uh, gun violent crime go up in the last seven years that Justin Trudeau has been prime minister. They're spending more money than any other government in history. And yet yesterday's announcement will do nothing to address the rise of gun violence in Canada. Uh, if you were government, what measures would you be bringing forward to try to tap down uh, smoke guns? Oh, it's a great question. So when we met with, we recently did a guns and gangs study at uh, Public Safety National Security Committee, and we had the uh, CBSA border um, officer union come forward and really outline how very strapped their resources are, much like police resources who are struggling to keep up with the calls for service of gun violence and the like. Uh, our border agents are also struggling to keep up with demand. So for example, uh, they don't have enough border agents or enough technology capacity to check rail cars, for example. So uh, millions of rail cars come into Canada every day, direct lines through the United States, right from Mexico, right into uh, Winnipeg, where I represent, actually. And the, they're so strapped at the border that they can actually check one one millionth of rail cars that come into Canada. So effectively, they can't check any. So that's an area where drugs and firearms are being smuggled into Canada. I've spoke with police who also confirm this, particularly in Winnipeg where we have that direct line. Um, so more border agents are, in particular are needed, but also improved technology to be able to search uh, and scan vehicles that are coming in as well. Great, so did I actually, <laughs> 430, yeah. Uh, well, I would just say that, again, uh, I think Canada's conservatives in particular, but all Canadians really wanna see action on, on gun violence. And as I outlined in question period today, there are real things that can be done to reduce gun violence that I think every party can support and all Canadians can support. And that's again, uh, more resources for police guns and gangs units to tackle gun crime in our cities, which is the problem. More border security, uh, more border security resources so we can stop the smuggle from smuggling from coming in. And then also, I think we have to also plan long term. A lot of the gun violence we're seeing is coming from uh, impoverished neighborhoods. So we need to ensure we're targeting them, supporting them with supporting anti-gang and criminal anti-criminal community grassroots organizations that help divert youth from living lives of crime. And we've consistently heard this all throughout our guns and gang study. Experts agree and police also agree. And we consistently heard this, that bans will not be effective because criminals who cause the gun violence in Canada don't listen to bans. So again, yesterday's uh, announcement 
fell flat and it's misleading to tell Canadians that it will have any impact on reducing gun violence in Canada. Great. Yeah, that was Rachel uh, Dancho from the Conservative Party. Uh, she is the public safety uh, critic for Her Majesty's opposition. Um, I'm not supporting the Conservatives, but she makes sense, right? Common sense gun laws. And some of my American friends have said the same thing, common sense gun laws, okay? Well, what's it going to take to stop the violence? Well, you know, giving our border officials the the actual resources to do their job would help. Giving city police forces the, the, the resources they need will help too, right? It would help a big deal, big time, right? So by telling me that I can't go buy a gun, okay, is that going to keep me safe? Okay, maybe, you know, but if I hop in my truck and get sideswiped by a transport trailer, am I safe then? No. See, what... what, what what these guys don't understand is that the past couple of years have been really, really tough on everybody. Okay. BC just passed legislation that it's okay to carry a certain amount of, of, of high drug, you know, really, really tough drugs out there to, that you can use. Okay. Like fentanyl, cocaine, heroin for personal use. Now I believe that you do what you want with your body, your choice. That's fine. Okay. And Maybe I'm kind of a hypocrite when it comes to fentanyl or when it comes to cocaine or heroin. Now, I'm a believer in marijuana use. If you want to smoke a joint, go smoke a joint. Just long, you know, just long as you're not moving a backhoe or driving your family to a park or something. You know, common sense. Huh? But if the government's going to okay that kind of use where you can get strung out and lie in some park someplace and then eventually die because we've seen how the fentanyl crisis has come and still lingers as we speak. And the government's okay with that. Then why wouldn't the government be okay with you owning a gun too? Hmm. Interesting. Right? Why is it okay to constantly hide away from things? It's been a tough year, it's a tough couple of years for everybody. Right? I'm 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 hearing about little kids being depressed. I'm hearing about people just not caring about things anymore because of the ridiculous mandates we've all had to go through. And the government's still pushing more mandates. Travel restrictions still. The rest of the world's opening up, and this government doesn't want to open up, except they can travel, except they can go to, uh, you know, little summits and, and go to uh, Davos, Switzerland, to talk to Klaus Schwab about in regards to eating bugs, right? And they can go to uh, environmental conferences, and they can wheel and deal here, and they all slap some tickles all around. But they're telling you and me that we have to show proof of vaccination before we go anywhere. Proof of this, proof of that, right? So they are screwing with the Constitution when it comes to free travel in this country, as we should, right? And now they want to put a cap on gun sales because they think they're going to keep you and I safe, right? But they also have legislation that works too. Let's say if you're a first-time gun criminal, i.e. you knock off a liquor store or knock off this off, or you're part of a gang and you knock off a rival gang member, you basically get a slap in the wrist if you're convicted. Because their logic is, is that if an individual does this and does that, he or she is automatically a marginalized person because of the so-called overwhelming numbers in our prisons in regards to First Nations and Black Canadians. So they'll tell me not to use my firearm and they might cap it and they might take it away. But if you're a first-time criminal and you've committed an offense the first time with a firearm, then okay, we won't be as hard on you. Does that, does that seem logical to you? I think that's Bill C-21 or is it C-71? 
Uh, I just, I, I don't know. They keep changing these bills around. More legislation they want to keep putting in. They want to put more rules here for you, more rules for this guy, just so we can all be scared. Well, I don't want to be scared. I don't want to. I would like to uh, just go about my life, and I want other Canadians to go about their lives too. I want other Canadians to prosper and thrive. No more of this fear. Okay. Now we're in such a rut, rut with our political system that we've got the NDP, federal NDP, and the federal liberals basically in cahoots with each other. In cahoots, meaning that they're, we're going to work together because the NDP will back up Justin Trudeau. And in recent news, too, uh, Yagmeet Singh was down in Brampton, Ontario, I guess his home area. because I know he came out of Bernie to be BC to win his seat in Parliament, but I think his hometown is Brampton. Now, I know Brampton, Bramalee, that area is, is full of uh, East Indians and Sikhs alike that migrated to Canada years ago. And that's been, you know, known for, you know, that area has been known for a lot of Sikh descendants. And the footage I saw was quite amusing. There's a lot of Sikhs in that area that drive trucks for big trucking firms. And a lot of Sikhs were in Ottawa uh, during the truckers' convoy, handing out samosas and, you know, being friendly, just like the whole convoy was friendly you know, doing their thing, right? And Yagmeet Singh had the audacity to say that the convoy was full of white supremacists and Nazis, right? Well, those Nazis look pretty Sikh to me, so uh, <laughs> Jagmeet, you know, you should swallow your foot for saying such stupid things. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, he was booed in Brampton, Ontario by a lot of the people there, and rightfully so. They called him a seller, they called him a traitor because he's in cahoots and his support with the liberal government. Now that gesture itself being in support of the liberal government more or less means they just want to save their jobs because you know, the federal NDP does not have a pot to piss in when it comes to another federal election. And we all know too, that the liberal government is losing a lot of favor with the voter and the taxpayer, right? Probably because they don't promote basic liberalism for starters and Justin lies and he's full of it and he's a coattail rider and he's a follower. He's not a leader and everyone else who backs Justin Trudeau is just as much of a dirty follower as what he is. Right. And I'm saying that, and I'm not saying that to create division or to create violence. Okay. I'm not saying anybody can go off the street and go buy a gun because that's next to impossible in Canada, unless you're going black market ways. That's what they should be fighting on. That's what they should be focusing on the black market idea. Right? Where you can go to some thug and buy a pistol, you know, triple the cost because it's black market, right? And do a, a heinous thing if you choose to do so. But a guy like myself and my fellow shooters and fellow veterans and other gun owners that I know personally, we don't do that sort of thing. We don't. Okay? So you can hate the gun all you want. That's fine. You don't like guns? You don't have to buy guns. That's the simple thing. That's the way I was raised with firearms, too. Growing up on the farm, my dad had a couple of rifles on the rack. This was gun control in my household. Don't touch them. That simple. Until he taught me how to load it, until he taught me how to shoot it, and then that was it. Okay? And then when I was in the military, I was taught a great deal on firearms and firearm safety. So I'm well immersed in that. And so are regular gun owners out there in this country. Okay? But if you're going to keep having the mentality where it's only the police and military should have guns, then you're still supporting gun culture one way or the other. Only qualified people show guns, right? Well, I'm qualified. I did the training. So why can't I have a gun? What's your excuse? You don't like them? Well, great. You don't have to like them. It's that simple.
But every government member of parliament is guarded by somebody with a gun. When they leave, when they come in, right? If they visit anywhere, they visit dignitaries. There are men around there who have guns too. Security, police officers alike. Well, what's the problem with a guy like me owning a gun? What's the problem with my neighbor owning a gun or a few guns, right? You want to stop crime in this country, then you go to the criminals, where the criminal elements are. And there's enough intelligence that has been gathered, especially during the COVID issues, to figure out who's the baddie and who isn't. It's that simple. But like I say, ladies and gentlemen, it's just government control. That's it. That's all it is. It's just government control. Right? I like to emphasize, too, what these leaders deserve. What they deserve for us because of the lackluster decisions they have made. Absolutely nothing. Precisely. Do I respect any of these politicians? Not really. I'm losing a lot of faith in these politicians. When I look at a picture of Justin Trudeau, you know, that smug little look in his face. Yes, I added all the stuff there. You know, the anti-gun symbol and the crossed eyes, right? He is having a brain freeze. He always has a brain freeze. His whole party, when they come up with these rules and regulations, everybody from Christopher Freeland, you know, we've all seen her speeches, Mr. Speaker. Just the way she likes to talk, right? Talks down to Canada. So is Justin Trudeau. You saw in that video that I showed you. Oh, misinformation and disinformation. Well, give us the proper information, putz. It's that simple. Hey. Encourage your party members to do the same thing. Putz. Same as you, Yagmeet Singh. Instead of worrying about who toes the party line for your image and for your optics, right? Bring the words out there. I wonder how many NDP members are actual gun owners too. Huh? How many liberals sitting in the house right now as we speak worrying about their optics? How many of them are gun owners? None of them. I know a few conservatives are. Quite a few libertarians that I have had some wonderful conversations are gun owners too. You're so worried about the disinformation and misinformation going in this country. Why the fuck do you promote it then? Hey? You want unity in this nation? Start making sense. Start using common sense politics. Start talking about the Canadian people. It's that simple. But no, you don't want to make it simple, do you? No, no, we have to keep dividing and conquering because we're going to be loaded after this, right? That's my best conclusion right there. That's my best guess right there because you don't want to do is conquer and divide. You don't like Canada? Fine. And get the hell out. Get the hell out. You're not promoting sunny ways. None of your conglomerates or followers are promoting anything sunny at all. You're taking our sun, putting a black spot into it, putting a mark into it, turning into a black hole sun, like the Soundgarden song, you know? Yeah. Is that what you want? And then what? You're going to cap the firearms and then initiate the buyback program. Like, this is my best guess here, ladies. Now, this is like my speculation. You're going to cap the firearms and then encourage the buyback. And then what? People are going to be knocking on my door saying, hey, Krusty Canuck, we know you got guns. Give them to us or else. Will that be for everybody else too? Oh, we know you got guns. Give them to us or else. Oh, here, here's a hundred bucks. Here's a couple hundred bucks. You're going to give us the actual cash value in return? Are you? Where's the money going to come from from that? You're going to ask the Bank of Canada to borrow some more pieces of paper so inflation goes up even higher again and again and again? You realize you got about a million and a half Canadians who are gun owners, eh? That's a lot of money you got to shell out there, Bucky. Hmm. You got the funds to do it? 
Oh, okay. We'll just add another 10 cents to your gasoline purchases and another 20 cents per kilojoule when you turn on your lights and another 10 cents when you take a dump and a 10 cents when you take a piss. Oh, that should cover the cost, right? Is that the logic? Seems like it to me. Hmm? You tell me, audience. You tell me. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. Just a reminder too, ladies and gentlemen, if you like and hear what you see, please click like and subscribe and share this content all around your social media platforms. Help us independent folk get our algorithm out there too. So people have a choice on what they want to see and hear. Got to keep that choice going. Okay. This is the same government, too, that wants to propose a bill that uh, wants to promote Canadian content, which is basically a censorship bill, because half of these clowns don't know what's Canadian anymore or, or not, because they don't focus on Canada. They don't focus on the Canadian people. They don't focus on Canadian values, which are similar to our friends in the States, American values, freedom, prosperity. Don't hit people and take their stuff. Okay? That's one of my values. I don't care if my neighbor has a brand new car. I don't care if my neighbor has a brand new barbecue. Good for them. They probably made some financial decisions to obtain that. I don't care if my neighbor has 20 guns and my neighbor down the road only doesn't have any guns. It doesn't bother me. What bothers me is that we have people that are living in fear because they hang off every goddamn word you see on the boob tube or in YouTube or in that tube or that tube or this tube or this platform or that platform. I'm going to start thinking sensibly again. Okay, I'm a gun owner. Am I going to blow somebody away? No. Have I done it before in service? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. And uh, I don't want to do it again. But that's life, right? And when I was serving... I was serving my country because I believed in it. I was serving my country because I believed in what I was doing. And I still believe in myself and my family, my wife, my lovely wife. And when I look at these leaders making these decisions, do they believe in us? They believe in you? They don't. They don't care. And I've said this numerous times in the show, ladies and gentlemen. They don't really give a fucking royal's ass about anything that we do. Their bottom line is their power and their control, telling us what to do because they think it's good governance and they couldn't govern a baby to poop in a diaper properly, as far as I'm concerned. But we shall persevere, ladies and gentlemen. It's going on to about 42 minutes now, me rambling and ranting on here. So, um, But as always, I will do my best to get another episode up this coming Tuesday for the 6th or the 7th of, of June. I try to get two episodes every time I'm on my off cycle to work. has been pretty hard. The past couple of weeks, because I've been working lots of hours, it's getting dustier out there. Cattle are getting hungry, so I'll feed them more grain, all that good stuff. But I want to thank my viewers and my new subscribers for coming out. And I had a couple of emails this week that were really thoughtful. Thank you once again. Those individuals sent me emails. Uh, not enough to read on the on the show just yet. I, I'm trying to get at least ten or more emails from my my fan base. So if you want to write me an email and uh, want me to read it on the show here, I can. 
just follow the uh, email address you see in the red banner at the bottom there. CrustyBCanuck67 at gmail.com. Send me your thoughts. Send me your comments. Send me your queries. Ask me a question. I'll answer it for you. Um, you know, try to be polite as you can, you know. Um, but if you come across as a real putz or a dick, I won't, I won't bother. But if you got something nice to say, something to share, please do. And uh, probably in the next episode or, or <laughs> whenever, depending on how many emails I get, uh, I'll read them online for you. Read them on, on the air. So like I say, but just remember too, you can also find my podcast on Podbean, Rumble, Brighton, Amazon, and Player FM. Just look for Krusty Canuck. You can find the show there, right? And uh, as always, I load up on YouTube and Rumble and Brighton, especially automatically my shows go to Amazon and Player FM as of today, apparently. So try me out there, ladies and gentlemen. If you like your C, click like and subscribe and donate to your heart's content. Check out my shop if you can too. Customizegirl.com slash S slash Krusty Canuck. I got t-shirts, got hats, I got mugs, I got stickers, I got buttons, and I got swimsuits for the ladies out there. Summertime's coming, so bring out your inner Baywatch and get yourself a Krusty Canuck swimsuit today. Right. And uh, say please like, subscribe, and comment. So in closing, ladies and gentlemen, we can do better. You know, like I said, uh, I'll leave links in the description from Rod Gattaca there from the CCFR. He explains in finer detail on what we can still have between now and September because Parliament will shut down probably another few days. They'll take another two and a half months off, as always, before they do some real nitty-gritty. But I do want to thank some of the opposition for standing up for us gun owners out there. So if any uh, members of Her Majesty's opposition is uh, listening to this podcast or watching this podcast. Thank you for fighting the good fight, but we got to do better. We've got to bring more common sense to our parliament and common sense when it comes to defending ourselves, ladies and gentlemen, because regardless of how terrible the times have been, there are people out there that are desperate and sometimes decisions get made and things get lost in the uh, media folly and we have to do the right thing. But canceling and stopping someone's ability just to be and putting a cap or a freeze isn't going to help, right? Little Billy swears in class. Do you punish the whole class or do you punish Billy? Something to think about, ladies and gentlemen. Anyhow, this has been another episode of the Crusty Out Podcast. I'm your, I've been your host, Krusty Canuck, on this beautiful 4th of June, 2022. I'm going to go outside and uh, get some extra work done on my deck. Putts around with that, some carpentry stuff. And like I said, I'll be back here again this coming Tuesday on the 7th with another episode of the podcast. Uh, thank you once again to all my subscribers out there in the kind words and in the comments section. But please keep subscribing, liking, and commenting too. Get the algorithm going, getting my name out there. And uh, these times are tough, but we'll persevere. Do what you can to help each other out in these trying times, ladies and gentlemen. Stand proud, stand firm. And always remember, humanity merit wins the day. Take care, and I'll see you next time. Bye for now. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally working. This has been another episode of the Krusty Canuck Podcast. Stay sane and thank you for listening. From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck Podcast. Mama thought I had a face for radio. <laughs>